Welcome back, everybody. Mike, how you doing, man? Doing all right. I don't know what happened there. I dropped my phone. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. It was actually some funny stuff. I got to hear all of the sound effects of your uh, adventures there in the kitchen, so it was good times. Did you hear it all? Yeah, oh, something yeah. happened. It, like, jacked my mic up real loud. I didn't even realize that happened. You know, it was some of the wildest sound effects I've come across doing this podcast with you, so uh, I'm thoroughly... Uh, <laughs> Excited that I got it recorded at least. That's kind of <laughs> we gotta. We'll be able to loop it up and throw it on the pad. Uh, on the pad here, so I'll, you know. I can't wait. Tossing out yeah, some sound sure effects in the future. Yeah. How was the break though? It was a good time. I think uh, I was good able. Good time to... listening to Britney. Yeah. I well, I'm sure you got to hear. I didn't hear any on my end, so I was just chatting through the whole thing. It was. So... Oh, my thing didn't play. Yeah, dude. Something happened like halfway through. I, uh... It never actually uh, really played fully, so I kind of just rambled the entire time. It was fantastic. Oh, I wish I had that. All right. I've got it for you. I'll send it to you uh, after I cut it in the you were just ra- You were rambling and you could hear me singing and everything? We heard you doing all sorts of weird stuff. Uh, a lot of sound effects. <laughs> fantastic gastral-based sound effects. <laughs> stuff that I typically, uh, you know, I try to edit out. On the main, on the main cuts. <laughs> this is what everybody should do a podcast. You learn a lot about yourself. It was good stuff. I think the people who stuck around through the break really enjoyed it. Got a little treat. That's right. <laughs> well, the song was Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again because she did. What did She's she back. do? She's back. That's what I was rambling about. I heard that she disappeared, uh, just like Kanye was gone. No, she like made a big scene at a restaurant. Yes. What happened? Enlighten me on this Britney Spears. <sighs> to, to be honest, that's all I really know about it. Oh, come on, man! I thought yeah. you had some insider TMZ juicy. No, I just nugget. heard that she like yeah. threw a big fit. Her she got into uh, a big fight with her husband or boyfriend or whatever, oh, yeah. and then uh, nice. So, um, I get a lot of the info on, you know, the lowdown on Britney here, and uh, apparently, allegedly, the talk in the TikTok world is that she is controlled by the government. There's some sort of MK Ultra thing going on, and she is in some weird way, like, uh, kidnapped. She's a slave. Meh. No? Nothing? Meh? Huh? <laughs> I got a meh? I got a meh on that one? It's not even my conspiracy. I understand a meh for my conspiracies. Look, Flat Moon Theory, meh all day long. But dude, gonna, I give more credence to Flat Moon than this one. You're going to go meh on MK Ultra, Britney Spears being controlled meh. and owned by the government? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't believe it. Uh, okay. I give it she, was, she was just a... Uh... She's a beautiful teenager that a lot of gross old men took advantage of. You ever really kind of look back on what, when she broke into the scene, she did the whole, I think she was, what, 16 at the time? When she did that, like, schoolgirl dancing. In the schoolgirl Hit me outfit. baby one more time. It, like, in yeah. the school hallway. You know, yeah. we talk a lot about the pedophilia shit going on these days. It was kind of in our face, like, 30 years ago. Oh, yeah. Like, who signed this 16-year-old girl and said, okay, put on this skimpy, 
ultra slutty, uh, very sexy schoolgirl outfit. Dick did she suck when she was sixteen to get there? You know, I, like, you know somebody was fucking. Like, her. Yeah, well, and yeah. what's gross <laughs> is like with the parents and everything. You know they're into it. Like they were like all about it. When it comes to the parents, and I always think of this like uh, in regards to like Macaulay Culkin, all these child stars. Dude, the parents are the sickos and the whack jobs in the whole scenario. They're the ones pushing the kid into this fucking world. Why on earth would you think, I'm going to take my innocent little kid, I'm going to put him into this sick, disgusting business world so that I, so I could line my pockets. And you know, you as the adult, you know what's happening. Yes. You yes. know what's happening. Thank you. Yes, that's exactly When you right. send your daughter alone for this meeting... Like, you know what's going on. Come on, man. It's disgusting. Yes. It yeah. really it really floors me as I got older. You know, when you're younger, you see Britney Spears. You're like, oh, it's a babe. Oh, my God, this is great. I love this music video. 30 years later, you're like, whoa, this is some disgusting shit. What was going well, on here? What's wrong with this well, 20 years later, parents? everybody's like, oh, I can't believe she's crazy. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> she was sold out by her parents, the people who should love her the most. To these gross men in Hollywood, where some fucking like ninety-year-old Jew with warts all over his body was probably raping her. You're talking about Harvey uh, Weinstein. Weinstein, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all look like him, dude. <laughs> they all look like him. He's literally the prototype. Uh, like, I, if I ever could imagine the skeezy, disgusting, you gotta suck my oh, dick. It was why Harry Potter big, lost the, like... the, ar- the argument when they were like, you made those creatures look like the Jews. They were like, no, he didn't. They just held up a picture of Harvey Weinstein. Like, right. Indistinguishable. <laughs> that dude is a creature from underground, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's something. Who has fucked the hottest girls? Man. Not in the, you know, that's not a fuck you want. Come on, man, that's just. Oh uh, fuck you! Most of them did it willingly. They just afterwards were like, oh, yeah, yeah. Right, come right. on, you know, I'm not gonna weigh in on this one. Okay, I, it's I would have fucked him to be in Transformers, dude. You're saying you would have fucked Harvey Weinstein to be in Transformers? Are you, are you uh, alleging that Megan Fox did the same? That that was already like known. Oh, was that the? I didn't know. I'm not. No, I, I don't either. Isn't that like a thing? I thought that was like why? How she? I, mean, I just assumed they all did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I don't know. Didn't he fuck what? Like Jessica Alba? Wasn't she one of them? I don't know, man. I to be totally honest, I didn't really get into it uh, because I think you're right. And they this, all fucked them. Okay. This all one, those producers <laughs> were fucking all of them. You had to my fuck assumption them. is they all do. That's the whole yes. thing. The reason why I think Weinstein got in trouble is because he was more of the rapey type. Right? Yeah? I don't know. I have no idea. <clears throat> Look, I also... Yeah, why did, he, why did he ultimately end up going down? That is interesting. Because he's into chicks, and Could... I've contended this before. Look, if it, when it comes to Hollywood, it's run by the gays. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. If you do the gay thing, you get away with it. Look at Kevin Spacey. But as the only guy fucking the chicks, he must have had his pick of the litter. That must have been great. All that's, the other producers yes, were fucking that's the dudes. exactly. And maybe that's why yeah. the chicks were caught off guard. They just assumed everyone was gay. And then, oh, my God, here comes Oh, Weinstein. you want to fuck me, not my boyfriend? <laughs> I don't even know what to do. 
You know I'm dating Brad Pitt, right? <laughs> so I was, I was thinking Brad Pitt too. That's so, I was like, you know, Brad. He was the one that threatened to beat him up. <laughs> you know, Brad's in the car, right? I brought him for a reason. Yeah, he threatened to beat up Weinstein. <laughs> Wasn't that Brad Pitt or? I got him so out of the loop with the whole fucking Weinstein thing because, again, I just assumed that was universal. I thought they all were doing it. Everybody, don't tell me it's not still going on. Either way, Hollywood is a sick, sad, disgusting place, and part of it is Broadway, Mike. Broadway's also a sick, sad, disgusting place. No, I don't know that for a fact, and I shouldn't make it. Does that still exist? Broadway does exist, and believe it or not, Mike... I, have I thought a, it ended with <laughs> Spider-Man. Mike, I stumbled upon, and this is, a, this is a heady clip. I wanted to trim it down, but you know what? I, I decided it's just too fucking good. We got to just go all in on no it. No fat to trim. All right, I like this. Mike, I present to you, we haven't done it in a long time. We have a brand spanking new for the year 2023. A go woke, go broke. I think this is going to be the year of go woke, go broke. I believe I think, you I are correct. I think woke is over. I think you are right, Mike. And you know what? Broadway decided to go woke uh, over the last couple of years. And, well, here we are. It won Broadway's biggest prize last year, the Tony for Best Musical. A strange loop. But after Sunday, a strange loop will be out of the loop. The show about a black queer writer is closing because of declining ticket sales, surprisingly short nine-month run for a big Tony winner. And it's not alone. Last month, K-pop took its final bow after a mere two weeks. The show, which centered on the popular Korean music genre, featured an almost entirely AAPI cast. When K-pop opened and closed so quickly, what went through your mind when that happened? Uh, it was devastating, finally, to have that opportunity and then to see it just kind of snatched away. It was really upsetting for the community, I think. Before the show closed, K-pop fans rallied to call for more diversity on the Great White Way. AAPI stories and stories by people of color don't seem to be valued as much as others. And audiences don't... <laughs> feel necessarily welcome. How they do you change that? I think we change it from Even the, the Asians went to go see the white actors. Producers, <laughs> casting agents, people need to be more open, need to understand that these stories, not only do they have value, you know, intrinsically, but they have value monetarily. In 2021, as Broadway slowly emerged from the pandemic, theater leaders agreed to a new deal for Broadway with reforms focused on equity and inclusion. Equity. And since then, a hey number yo. of shows about communities of color have opened, but many have struggled to stay open. They're announcing they're closing. Recently, Ain't No Mole, a play featuring an all-black cast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> okay, the only way that play works is if it's called Ain't No Mo, and everybody's name is Maurice, but nobody goes by Mo. <laughs> Looking for Mo. Ain't no Mo here. Ain't no Mo here, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Ain't no Mo. What happened to Ain't no Mo? I was going to buy tickets for my girlfriend. What happened? Ain't no Mo. Ain't no 
Moe, a play featuring an all-black cast, announced it would be no more, that it would close just two and a half no weeks more. after opening. A lot of black folks don't think that, that Broadway is for us. Why? Because we're not always invited. The show was extended another week after celebrities like Tyler Perry and Shonda Rhimes bought out entire shows, but a week is clearly not enough. I'd like to see more focus on sustaining the runs when they're written by people of color, whether that's like Nobody really focusing on the marketing, the outreach, the PR, to reach out to people who would benefit and enjoy the show. Broadway writer Felicia Fitzpatrick notes it's not easy keeping a Broadway show open, especially in the wake of COVID. And in January, the industry often does see a winter slump as tourism fades. This month, show. 12 shows are closing, <laughs> some planned, others more sudden. <laughs> Yeah. But several spectacles are soaring. During the holidays, The Lion King had the highest grossing week in Yeah, Broadway because everybody history. can relate to the story of The Lion King. Funny Girl and Six broke house records. I, I cannot Broadway relate to a Vin Vietnamese who grew up in a fucking salon in New York. You know? I'm sorry. Look, this may come across as crass, but I just have a hard time relating to... Ain't no mo. I, Ain't no mo. I don't. Uh, the story of the circle of life and what happens to Simba is the fuck. Everybody is a great story. Everybody can relate to. But I also, I don't know what ain't no mo is. And if I want to pay an exuberant amount of money to go see a Broadway show. To, I'm just to prove a point, Lion we should King. make a show called Ain't No Mo and, and do the Maurice. <laughs> All Maurice's. That's a fun, yeah, like that's eight a funny Maurice's, idea. Yeah. Ain't no mo. You're like four. Ain't no four, mo. Four black guys named Maurice start a, <laughs> start a barber shop, and it's called Ain't No Mo. What's incredible about this is they follow it up here at the end with the Lion King, and it's literally all black performers, but they're doing the Lion King. Do you want to know why no one went to see these other exclusively equity-based programs? It's because you're explicitly targeting one group, one sector of the population. Who's not really known for going to Broadway. Sure. Also, I don't... This is the same reason why I didn't go see a lot of the movies this year. I'm not going to fork over the dough to be told I'm a racist. Yeah. Even if it's in yeah. some creative way, I get the message. I understand what you're saying to me and i don't want to pay money to be told this frank you don't think you could have learned some great life lessons from ain't no mo <laughs> i'm sure it's a very entertaining <laughs> show i just didn't know it was going on poor advertising leave it up you know we'll ring this one up to the marketing team but ain't no mo yeah terrible <laughs> name guys come on look they literally spell it out for you in this entire clip they're saying hey we went out specifically to target this equity-based programming instead of doing Romeo and Juliet. Well, look what happened. No one came. No one forked over the money to see this, okay? Because it kind of sounds like it has nothing to do with there being minorities in it. It has to do with the quality of what you're presenting. Yes, good call. And you're presenting crap. It sounds it's like not it's obviously it's not entertaining. That's it's why people aren't going. And that's the whole the whole the number one purpose is to entertain. Again, 
I'm going to buy some uh, Valentine's Day tickets for something on Broadway. I'm going to get Wicked or Lion King. Lion King. I'm not going to get Ain't No Mo. My girlfriend's not going to be happy if I skipped over Wicked for Ain't No Mo. (laughs) (laughs) It's the truth. It's the fucking truth. Well, they got some witches in there, I'm sure. A couple white ladies. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I don't know. That sounds dumb as fuck. Ain't no mo. This is you go woke, you go fucking broke. You broke yourselves, you idiots. This is what happens. Ain't no mo's tavern. (laughs) Man, that's what you should open up a bar and call it Ain't no mo's tavern. Ain't no flaming mo. Right? Flaming Moe's one of my favorite. It's one of the best episodes. They should just do a live Broadway version of some of the best classic (laughs) Simpsons episodes. You'll get more people for that. Oh, that is genius. Why hasn't anybody done that? With real people, you know, just they look kind of similar to the characters and just do a live action theatrical version of the Simpsons. The the hits only. The hits. The classics. I'll, Hmm. I'll pay some big money to see that, man. Yeah, I'd go to one. <laughs> well, yeah, you'd go to one. <laughs> I might check it out. I, gotta tell you, I never in my life was like, man, I really want to go check out Broadway. It, that's my point here is... The most- only one I ever even thought about seeing was the Mormon one. The Book of Mormon? Book of Mormon. The, see, and that exactly. was created by the South Park guys. There so. you go. And look, it's just no cheap experience to go see something on Broadway. So... People are going to spend the money. They're going to make an evening of it. They're going to go see something worthwhile. These uh, equity-based, strictly only minority-casted ensemble casts doesn't really draw what these big, well-known things like, uh, I don't know, The Lion King would bring in. There's a reason for that, man. You know the last play I saw? (laughs) No. It was a, a Little House of Horrors. Little, nice little sh- little shop of horrors with the giant plant. The little shop of horrors. That is uh, correct. Yes, the plant. Yeah. yeah, giant plant. Yeah, that's right. It eats people. And, it's and, from space. And you know where the play kills it over the movie theater. <laughs> they do the intermission. Everybody literally leaves and comes back. Yeah, I I keep bringing this up. The movies either shorten them or uh throw. You got to do intermission. Intermission, everybody that goes outside, everybody smokes, you can smell the joints, you can fuck it, you know, everybody's doing their thing. Yeah, I want to get high. If I'm here for longer than two hours, I got to get high. I got to get high. I want to hit the bottle that's in my pocket, smoke <laughs> the joint. That's right. Yeah, maybe refresh on some popcorn or whatever, some nachos, oh yeah. Yeah, and they, they, yeah, they do like a good, it's like a 10, 15 minute intermission, man. M- movies, take, uh, James Cameron, take note. Take note, James Cameron, and yeah, plays... I like that. I haven't been to a play in a long time. Unfortunately, you can't, you I won't just be able to do it. No do more. it like the, the what the professional sports started doing. Like in the middle of Avatar, you should have just announced that it's intermission and then have like you know a Chinese lady on a unicycle come out. <laughs> like in the Avatar scenery, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, start juggling the plates on her feet, throwing that, them on her that head. That lady, man, she's underrated. She's got to get more more press going. I've been trying, man. I've been bringing her up as much as possible. You really do. You bring her up quite a bit. (laughs) The greatest act I've seen in 10 years. Uh, Asian lady who balances plates while uh, riding the unicycle about what? She's on a unicycle and she throws the the plates from her fucking foot onto her head. I'm sorry, bowl. The bowls. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's pretty impressive. 
<laughs> and at the end, she's got like 12 bowls on her head. That's right. Because at one point, dude, she's doing like four bowls at a time. Like she's stacking four bowls on her foot and then launching them up. They're all going up, turning in air, and then landing on the bowls already on her head. That's amazing. It was more amazing than anything LeBron did. I'll tell you that much. And honestly, I would see that on Broadway. If you had a whole Broadway show based around that, I would be all in. She would probably get more views than Ain't No Mo. <laughs> <laughs> you throw her, you throw a couple blue guys next to her tossing balls in the air. That's fucking. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Blue Man Group has been going on that's for like hilarious. 20 years. That's hilarious. my mind. I was just thinking, like, you don't hear Blue Man Group complaining about declining ticket sales. Like, maybe. Yeah, they don't even pay for billboards anymore. <laughs> there's no advertising, there's no billboards. They're still going on. <laughs> Sell out every night, every weekend. I gotta say, uh, I saw Blue Man Group with Emma in Chicago about uh, six years ago or so, and we took some acid and went mm. to it, and it was a, it was a wild experience. I don't yeah. recommend the acid part to anyone out there. I've God. never seen Blue Man Group. It got weird. Uh, man, I recommend it. It's a really fun time. It's really funny. It's one of those things like everybody that's not from Chicago comes and sees it. Yeah. But like a lot of people that are in Chicago have been there their whole life. have never seen it. Well, that's why you should go see it like in Vegas or L.A. or some other place. When oh, they have it in other places? Oh, yeah, dude. I think they got it in Vegas. Now, I want to see it I thought it, it was Vegas. just a Chicago thing. It originated in Chicago, and I believe the school, the Blue Man School is Chicago, but they have oh, uh, spawned yay. Blue Men. There are Blue Men everywhere now. Yeah, no, I'll never see it. You'll never see it now. <laughs> never. I That's thought it was it? just a Chicago thing. Well, no, you, they have multiple Bloomin'. It's a company. Yeah. Making, oh, God, come on. I think it's kind gay. of a cool idea, man. No, it's gay. I'm pretty sure they do their own stuff in different Frank, regions. we got nothing but a fucking frozen lake that doesn't ever turn to ice. <laughs> right? It's 32 degrees even in the summertime, but yet it never turns to ice even in the winter. Like, That's our only... It's the only thing we got. And Blue Let Man. us have Blue Man Group, you no, know? No more. Talk to Vegas. I could be wrong, but I really think I saw some advertisements for them up in Vegas and uh, maybe a couple other places. Vegas for sure. Maybe not for sure. Yeah, Vegas steals everything. You gotta put everything in Vegas, man. It's an adult uh, kitty land. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, really is, huh? It's uh, it really is. It's where places like uh, Hunter Biden probably like to go uh, hang out. And Mike, uh, I have Hunter Biden. I have quite the clip about Hunter Biden. I caught a juicy little nugget this morning on Meet the Press. And, about uh, Hunter Biden? Yes, about Hunter Biden. Mike, it's all the dam is breaking, dude. <clears throat> Everything is coming out. This is the no. New they're one. trying to get rid of Joe. They're trying to get rid of Joe. That's exactly it. But no, there. Uh, this is a uh, Chuck Todd arguing. Dude, there's, <laughs> there's two men. Okay, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, right? Like all the mainstream Dems and all the mainstream Republicans, they all agree on one thing: they don't want Donald Trump to run, and they don't want Joe Biden to run. That's and right. Wouldn't you know it? 
We found confidential top secret papers in both of their homes. <laughs> hey now, absolutely, like, dude. Dude, how stupid do you think we are? <laughs> oh, we know what's going on. We see the writing on the wall. And here on Meet the Press, they are debating openly Hunter Biden, my friend. Senator, do you have a crime that you think Hunter Biden committed? Because I've yet to see anybody explain it is not a crime to make money off your last name. So, Chuck, you ought to read the Marco Polo report, uh, where they detail all kinds of potential crimes. You know, Senator Grassley. Oh, 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 let me just stop you there. Potential. This is about potential is about thirty thousand about thirty thousand dollars. I mean, it, Chuck, 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 is it a crime to be uh, soliciting and purchasing uh, prostitution in potentially European sex trafficking <laughs> operations? Is that yeah. a crime? Because Chuck Grassley and I laid out about thirty thousand dollars. Uh, paid by Hunter Biden to uh, those types of, of individuals over uh, December 2018, 2019, about $30,000. This is about the same time that President Biden uh, offered to pay about $100,000 of Hunter Biden's bills. I mean, again, that's that's just some information. I, I don't know exactly what I don't get. All right, Senator. It doesn't doesn't really look on the. It, it sounds sleazy as you know. I'll what. take your I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take it your word that you're ethically bothered by Hunter Biden. I'm curious, though. You seem I, to have are, a pattern. Are you not? Yeah, I, I seem to have right, a pattern. Chuck, I, I don't know. I have to deal in facts. I deal in facts. It says, Senator, my question to you is, it seems to me if you're concerned about what Hunter Biden did, you should be equally outraged about what Jared Kushner did. I, I'm, I'm concerned about getting the truth. I don't target individuals. Target individuals. You, should, I target you don't? The truth. You're targeting Hunter Biden my, my, my multiple concern, times my on this show, my, Senator. You're targeting an Chuck, individual. Chuck, my, my concern, my, you know, Chuck. You know, part, part of the problem, and, and this is pretty obvious to anybody watching this, is you don't invite me on to interview me. You invite me on to argue with me. You know, I'm just trying to lay out the facts that certainly Senator Grass and I uncovered. They were suppressed. They were censored. They interfered in the 2020 election. Conservatives understand that. Unfortunately, liberals in the media don't. And that's part of the things yeah. that uh, part, part of the reasons our politics are inflamed is we do not have an unbiased uh, media. We don't. It's unfortunate. I'm all for a free press. Well, it needs Senator, to be more unbiased. Senator, There's look, misinformation this is, look, on both partisan, sides, but the Senator, censorship and Senator, look, here, here comes my favorite transition in the history ever, right here. We're trying to Primarily do issues here in from fact, the left. Partisan cable. Look, you can go back on your partisan cable cocoon <clears> and talk about media bias all you want. I understand it's part of your identity. Let me move to what happened in Brazil. Ah, you know they're going to relate it back to Trump. That was just an attempt to talk about Trump. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I'm sinking on this Hunter Biden narrative. Uh, let's go to Jan 6th in Brazil. <laughs> What's that life raft over there? Ah, ah, Brazil. <laughs> Look at that shiny object. Is that a squirrel? Oh, my God. <laughs> Bolsonaro. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. You know what they say, man, in the left, you're always two degrees away from a Trump story. (laughs) Isn't that fucking so beautiful how he's just totally sinking on this whole, like, defense of the Hunter Biden scenario? Like, you guys fucking lied. You buried the story before the election to sway people's opinions on Joe Biden. That's number one. Number two, now you've been trying to bury the fact that this was a real story. The guy slept with underage prostitutes. They were probably compromised spies for other countries like China and Ukraine and Russia. 
This guy was doing crack cocaine. It's on film. We have pictures, allegedly, of him doing blow with Malia Obama. Like, Uh. this is the fucking craziest story of the century. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, but Frank, did you see what's going on in Brazil? (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Oh, I fucking love it. Chucky Todd <laughs> never lets me down on a Sunday morning, man. Oh, oh I was on the floor with laughter. It was unreal. <laughs> I couldn't hit. I pissed myself. That was so good. The payoff. Arguing. Dude, did you see how it was just like, he was just like so defensive and arguing. Like, not Hunter Biden. Not, not the man's like morals or the way he behaved. That's indefensible. And he's. He's just letting that be as it is. Chuck Todd's defending how he and the has journalistic integrity and how all the journalists of mainstream media handled it properly. Like, go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah, you guys worked yourself, in cahoots with the Democrat Party to get fucking Dementia Joe into power. It's obvious. It's obvious because the minute you guys had documents from Mar-a-Lago, it got released. The minute it got leaked. Everything got leaked. The photographs, everything got leaked. You find it at Joe Biden's house, nobody says a word until a month after the election. <laughs> after the midterms now. Or two, like, two years after like the midterms. It's like endless fucking controversy with these clowns. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, loving the Hunter Biden coming back into play. And I, I like your angle. Well, you, uh, I agree with it. Yeah, they're going to... They got to get rid of Joe. They can't. They got to stop him from running. Man, but come he thinks on. he's the greatest of all time because he won. He really did have a great midterm election. If we're talking getting rid of Joe here now, my God, there's a more frightening demon waiting in the chamber there, man. I mean, we got the camel next up. Well, I think that's the big thing too. Is uh, you got to get rid of the camel. So if you just get rid of Joe Biden, she's gone too. You know what I could see happen? Well, wait, what? wait, wait. If the camel goes and Joe Biden goes, the next in line is Kevin McCarthy! <laughs> President Kevin McCarthy. Uh, never gonna happen. <laughs> Am I right, though? He's third in line, correct? Yeah. No. Yeah, that's how it works. The speaker. Oh, yeah, speaker of the house, yeah. Right? So, man, maybe they're shaking in their boots right now. They're like, oh, no. If they, if they kill those two. <laughs> well, yeah. I wasn't going down that road, but okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the only way he would. Yeah, you're right. It would have to be. Uh, Execution. Some... Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. And hey, look, I'm not advocating for anything like that. You know, I'm not a crazy guy. But uh, I would say. It is this... kind of crazy that it hasn't happened in a long time. It is crazy. And the idea of a president. Uh, McCarthy is a wild idea. I, for the first time, caught some McCarthy action, and Mike, he did something that I loved. Yeah. Oh, he's making waves. He's making big-time waves, and uh, speaking of shaking in your boots, as I mentioned a few seconds ago, I'm sure uh, Eric Swabble is doing so. You said you said you're going to let Democrats appoint their own members to the committee, but you've also indicated you're not going to let them... I was very clear early on... Um, let me phrase something very direct to you. If you got the briefing I got from the FBI, you wouldn't have Swalwell on any committee. 
And you're going to tell me other Democrats couldn't fill that slot? He cannot get a security clearance in the private sector. So would you like to give him a government clearance? You asked me questions about Santos. You asked the questions about Swalwell. Not only was he getting a clearance, he was inside an intel committee. He had more information than the majority of all the members. Did you ever raise that issue? No. But you should have. You're going to tell me there's 200 other Democrats that couldn't fill that slot, but they kept him on it? The only way that they even knew it came forward is when they went to nominate him to the Intel Committee. And then the FBI came and told the leadership then, he's got a problem. And they kept him on. That jeopardized all of us. Adam Schiff. So now CNN's going to pull away. This is here. This is beautiful. Openly lied to the American public. All right, so we're listening into new House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. He's continuing taking questions from reporters. A lot of questions from reporters. This is his first weekly press conference as Speaker. Let's talk about some of what has been discussed already. They totally interrupted it. That's right. They couldn't listen to the rest. Oh, they couldn't even let him, dude. Yeah, Eric Swalwell was sleeping with a Chinese spy. He cheated yeah. on his wife with a Chinese spy yeah. while he was a member of the Intel community. Yeah! Uh, commi co committee. <laughs> That's right, man. Like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck? It's crazy. It's like out of a fucking movie. He literally it, it, was fucking a spy from China. You guys China. want to open up an investigation and go after the guy who lied on his resume? <laughs> That's right, man. <laughs> DeSantis or Santos, whatever the fuck the guy's name is, Santos is the fucking... Who He's cares? Hitler. Who cares? The guy was on the fucking intel community he was, uh, committee and he was banging a Chinese spy. God, this is like literally... Some Hollywood shit, man. You can't even... Oh, China this. can't stop laughing. Xi is pissing his <laughs> pants laughing at you. I just think it's unbelievable. And everyone's like, no, we can't talk about Eric Swalwell. What do you mean? The guy's a nice guy. He's a family man. Come on. Like, no, this guy is a fucking <laughs> Oh, go on his Twitter. Movie. It makes you want to puke him and his fucking wife and his kids I can't every stand day it. posted pictures. Oh, me and little Jimmy uh, just throwing the ball around. Yeah, is that before or after you fucked the Chinese hooker? <laughs> Jeez, dude, the fucking the slander they throw at people like DeSantis, an actual family man. But DeSantis, dude, what about you guys? And while he was fucking a Chinese hooker, you guys got rid of fucking what's the comedian? What's the uh, L L? What's his name? L, L Franken. Franken. Yeah. L Franken took a fucking picture, and you got rid of him. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's right, because he was mimicking, squeezing her boobs. He pretended to grab a chick's boobs in a picture. It's kind of funny picture. I'm gonna. It's a very funny picture. It's a very funny picture. It's amazing. Every that he picture got, he takes is funny. He's a goofy looking guy. He's a funny guy. He's actually really funny. It's amazing he got kicked out of the Senate for that. That's yeah, like, this guy was banging a Chinese spy. <laughs> yeah, dude. He was fucking a Chinese spy. And the, the best thing, the, the best the Republican could say is they put Mitch McConnell out there like, well, you should have married her. Do you know what it says to me, actually? now that I have a little bit of hindsight on it, is Al Franken was probably actually elected. And they didn't see that one coming, and so they had to get rid of him. Because he's Good maybe... Call. He's not really in the club. Al Franken doesn't... Yeah, he was a Trump. He, he had to get rid of him. He doesn't strike me as one of the creatures that truly... They probably had zero Take videos of him fucking kids, so they had to get rid of How do you yes. compromise a guy like that? that, that you see what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'm, I'm starting to think maybe Al Franken got in 
by the merit of true voting, maybe they just didn't feel they had to, they needed to, you know, cheat in his election or whatever. They weren't worried about Al Franken. Then he surprised them. And then they wrote it because he was so popular. And then maybe they just eventually, you know, well, we'll take, we'll take advantage of this Me Too mo- moment and we'll get rid of Al Franken. Yeah, it is weird how they got rid of him. Of all the fucking scumbags of the Democrat Party, they chose Al Franken. All the guys that I'm are a little, fucked kids. A little suspect They're fucking here. hookers. They're cheating on their wife when she's going through cancer therapy. You know, and it's like, this guy took a photo. Let's drop Al Franken. Yeah, and I love, I love it. We're gonna keep the guy who banged a Chinese spy. We're gonna keep him in the intel committee in the house. Ah, he promised he would never do it again. Let's get rid of the fucking comedian who fake grabbed the chick's boobs while she was sleeping in the photo from ten years ago. Frank, in his defense, he knew what he was doing in that photo. Eric Swalwell did not know she was a spy when he was fucking that hooker. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, she didn't speak English, so how was he to know? Her Chinese handler swore she was just a hooker. Here's my thing on Swalwell is, and I believe this, I I say uh, Matt Gates is the Republican Swalwell. Oh, absolutely. They're the same no, dude. No, 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 no. Ma- no, no, because Gates Matt is Gates so, is a sleazeball some... walking around <laughs> who knows he's a sleazeball. <laughs> he openly talks about it, right? Like he, he does his sleep. He what kills me about it. Eric? He does embrace Dude, it. Eric Swalwell, you walk around like you're this sweet, innocent, fucking Bible carrying <laughs> f- with your wife and your two kids. Dude, in this situation, the best case scenario, you just fucked a Chinese hooker. <laughs> That's the best case scenario. You walk out of this as just the guy who cheated on his wife with a Chinese hooker. <laughs> Worst case scenario, you put the country in jeopardy because you fucked a Chinese spy. But best case scenario. You're just a dirtbag who cheated on his wife with a Chinese hooker. So stop walking around like you're a fucking good guy. <laughs> Whether she's a spy or not, it is a... It, go, listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson. The objective reality is you fucked a hooker while you were married. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. So you can sit here with your bow tie and preach that she, you know, it wasn't a spy. Okay, but you still fucked a hooker, asshole. You're still not a role model that should be in the fucking House of Representatives. And, and she's a Chinese spy. It's so unbelievable. Uh, that's just the icing on how the did, cake. How did he retain his position in any way in the government? Like, he should be, like, in prison. It's like he's just, he, he committed treason. This guy is like a traitor. <laughs> you guys were so mad about Bill Clinton. He got a blowjob from an American. You know? At least he fucks the home crow. <laughs> At least he sticks it in an American hole. You know? <laughs> Fuck. Swalwell. I fucking love it, man. What a buffoon. I can't believe this guy is... Uh, well, uh, McCarthy nails it. Uh, it it's refreshing. Oh, McCarthy, you're married to a Chinese hooker. Like, I don't even want to <laughs> hear this shit, dude. I'm sure he is. I'm look. Look, really, realistically, I assume they are all compromised on a business level at it's some Frank, point. This is the only reason they can't go after Swalwell. Mitch McConnell cannot yes. go after Swalwell because no, he's married, married to, one. to a fucking yeah. <laughs> daughter of a CCP member. He's literally 
actually he's he too is banging a Chinese spy. <laughs> a Chinese spy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why he's just laughing at Swabwell because he's not very he's not fucking a hooker. She's just a spy. <laughs> His was a hooker and a spy. <laughs> this, is, this is we live because nobody even talks oh about dude, that fucking hooker. She was sleeping with a lot of other fucking low-level politicians. Yeah, she was banging a bunch of dudes. There's like a governor that got caught up. There's like some local... She was banging a bunch of dudes. She banged her way up to Swalwell. It was a huge deal. She fucked a bunch of people in, I think, California. Maybe it was Washington. I can't remember. I think she... You're right. She did the rounds and got a bunch of low-level punks like Swalwell. uh, And they fell for it. And they shouldn't be in politics anymore. Like, no. here's my, you know what, Mike? We established a rule during the midterms, and I think it still holds true. If you are, if you are brain damaged, uh, or you know, the, the bottom line is if you're compromised, right? Brain damage, you're compromised. You're Good compromised. Call. Yes. It, or right. if you slept with a spy, you're compromised. Slept with spy. <laughs> so if we know you have a tendency to sleep with spies, so, you're compromised. So uh, yeah, we'll call it the Fetterman rule. Uh, <laughs> man. Um, uh, yeah, this is crazy stuff. So, uh, you know, it's funny. So much shit goes on, and then we do forget. Like, oh yeah, that guy Swalwell, he was banging a Chinese spy, yeah, and then and we wonder. Two days. We wonder why it's possible Taiwan's gonna be taken at any moment. There's gonna be a world. Fucking War Three, and nobody's batting an eye because everyone's bought and paid for. Everyone. Yeah, yeah, everybody. And so, not, if, just, not just them, their families. Here's the fucking thing: even if there is a World War Three, sure, a lot of people die. Who knows? Who fucking cares? A bunch of these clowns are gonna make a ton of fucking money, and that's all that matters. Oh, it's gonna be our families that die. Sure, maybe. Who cares? Who knows? Not theirs. No, they. Yeah, you're right. They got the protection they need. They're ready for it. They got the supplies uh, stocked Just like up. during COVID, it wasn't them <clears throat> watching their grandmas die from behind the glass. No, it was us. It was the poor people. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's amazing stuff. Swalwell lives on. He continues to work in our administration. And then uh, we have all this stuff coming out about the vaccine. He's got to go on his Twitter to see the stuff he says about Republicans. Oh, I, I sure it's like, uh, dude, you're making fun of Ted Cruz. For, you literally call him Cancun Cruz. <laughs> like, dude, the worst thing you have on the guy is he went to Cancun. Also, the worst thing you could do is insult your uh, your man Cruz because I know you will be unleashed uh, <laughs> when you hear somebody insulting your favorite politician, Ted Cruz. Ted, the I don't, I about... don't give a fuck. Cruz. Ted, not impressed. Not Cruz. impressed, Cruz. That's <laughs> the T nip. I'll tell you who else is not impressed. Alex Jones, my man. I saw a clip of him floating around the interwebs on Pierce Morgan. Did you catch this I little did ditty? He's on Pierce Morgan, huh? Yeah, kind of weird. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, maybe it's some sort of super clip. Maybe I've been duped. Either way, I really enjoyed it. It's fantastic. Uh, Mike, I've been calling for it myself. We're going down the road. Uh, we're going to bookend our entire episode here today. Here we go. The idea that I have billions of dollars and the idea that I, that I did these I don't think you've made billions of dollars. Things. I think you've made several hundred million dollars. And some of the products included uh, very false claims about diet supplements and toothpaste, which could be used to fight coronavirus. 
and you were sent to cease and desist. No, all I said is is that silver on contact kills all viruses just like sunlight. Mm. And I said vitamin D3 is an antiviral and vitamin C is, and it's a fact. And I also said, Piers, that the studies they'd already done with uh, mRNA vaccine showed they didn't protect you and they erased your immune system and you've had to apologize. Well, actually, that, no, no, I no, no, just to clarify, they do protect you from coronavirus. The difference was that a year into the uh, pandemic, it was, uh, it emerged that the initial feeling that if you had the vaccine, you couldn't transmit it turned out to be wrong. But they do Any protect real you. Vaccine they do protect you. And in fact, you. Hey, Pierce, millions of people, Pierce, you and millions others are of people are alive today too. because You're they took the vaccine. You're going to stand in Nuremberg too. Yeah. You're going to stand <laughs> in Nuremberg too. All, did you get money from Big Pharma? No, I like, didn't get like any all money. All these other media people. We're going to take. Yeah, listen. The vaccines work. <laughs> did you get money? The vaccines work. Like and they saved millions of lives. <sighs> However, let's take a short break. No, it come back. Oh, you got to take a break. Oh my God! You're going down. You're going down! Yes, Alex did, Jones, man. I did you take money it. from Pfizer? Absolutely not. How could you even insinuate that? Now, we do have to take a break, and this commercial <laughs> is brought to you by Pfizer. Brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kudos to Pierce for having Alex Jones on, man. I love it. Yeah. Oh, but Pierce... Dude, fuck, fuck Pierce, Morgan. dude. Fuck Props Pierce to Morgan. Alex Jones, man. This man will not go down. You cannot silence this man. Billions of dollars in lawsuits later, and he's still saying, I will see you at Nuremberg, too. I love it. I fucking love it, man. Because- they shut down his company. They took everything he had, and he still said, nope. You can-. That's how I know you're right. You're well, willing to lose everything here, to say it. And here's my thing with Alex Jones. He's been right about everything, most, almost everything. Maybe not exactly everything, but I would say. And everybody who close. does, everybody who hates Alex Jones. Okay, we'll give you Sandy Hook. He was wrong sure. about Sandy Hook. They sued him for 23 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, whatever you want. I'll give he you was, whatever you want. But he was producing 15 hours a week. And they sued him for 23 minutes. He's been so. pretty on the money with a lot of stuff, especially recently. And he is saying... You don't hear anybody making fun of him about the gay frogs anymore, right? Because it turned out to be true. There was a huge class uh, action lawsuit about it. That they were actually turning trans... They're turning frogs into, like, these transvestite frogs. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? Take a look around at the kids, people. Got a bunch of gay frogs walking around. They turned your frogs gay. They literally turned your frogs gay. It, Bill Dude, Maher you know what else he was right about that nobody's about giving it. credit for? Dude, he said this like 10 years ago about how the serotonin shit was bullshit. And all these like SSRIs, these antidepressants were bullshit. Now it turns out all of that was bullshit. Yeah, and the, the actual serotonin levels, they don't even know what it is. It was all, it was all employed to sell Prozac it cracks, back in the 80s. It cracks me up, the whole frogs were gay thing from Alex Jones being mocked for so many years. And then Bill Maher, right before he signed off uh, his previous season, did a whole s- sign-off segment about the rising trend of homosexuality amongst the youth and how it has skyrocketed yeah. in the last generation. Hey, look, yes. maybe Alex Jones is right. Somebody, somebody was saying that our urine was so dil- had so much fucking uh, pharmaceuticals in it that it was polluting the water and turning the frogs gay. So what is that going to do to the huh. kids?
I also read an article this morning about how now worldwide sperm counts are down and they are fearing that humanity will not be able to reach replacement levels. This is now a worldwide phenomenon. In the article, they stated oh, that's that... That's not the fear. The real fear is that we're going to have nothing but short, hairy men because the Greeks and the Italians seem to be... Oof. <laughs> <laughs> nothing stopping. Can't keep those boners down. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well, what's funny about it is uh, what was trending for the last 30 years were men in the UK and North America and uh, I think Asia potentially were the ones that were... Uh, dropping dramatically in the fertility rates and sperm counts, but now um, what's scaring these, uh, you know, biologists and what have you is that uh, the Latin American countries are dramatically dropping, and it's happening all over now, worldwide. Mm. So uh, they are fearing that, and hey, look, maybe something to do with the vaccines, we never know, but suddenly over the last couple of years here, uh, you know, birth rates have plummeted, and sperm rates have plummeted. That's crazy. We're entering some children of men territory, my man. It's, well, it's hard for your crazy. body to produce sperm when it's having heart attacks. <laughs> I, <guess so>. <laughs> I just think it's crazy that Alex Jones, uh, <clears throat> he's on there saying, hey, look, uh, you people in the media, you will be held accountable when... So I... I was kind of thinking about, like, and this has kind of been the theme here over the last ep- uh, two episodes here, which is uh, the shit is hitting the fan in as far as the people who have been in denial or have claimed all the conspiracy theory tin hat uh, nut jobs, you know, that we've been getting alternative sourced information. Now their information, their sources are saying to them, those shots that we told you to take are killing you. And they have to slowly, drip by drip, admit further and further how bad the the situation is. We know how bad it is. We've been talking about it for two years now. Alex Jones has been warning for 20 years not to take these vaccines. Uh, There's a clip famously from mainstream television of Jesse Ventura interviewing some person, some lady, about how they're going to release a virus, but then the vaccine will be what kills people. Look, Alex Jones is one of the people who opened my eyes to the fact that this is some sort of eugenics program at hand. Hmm. I don't think he's wrong. And I think the further we go down this fucking weirdo rabbit hole, we're starting to see the proof that there is... Elements of killing going on with this mRNA technology. And Mike, we talked about it recently. If they truly knew that these were killing people and they knew it was getting bad, they would stop. Instead, they're doubling down. That should frighten everyone. Yeah, they're should. simultaneously releasing news on BBC and on Good Morning America yeah, it's killing you. Yeah, you're yeah, getting but there's a lot. No, what's scary is that there's so many countries that have stopped giving the vaccine. We're giving it to the kids. And our country is still so set on, yeah. We're for, in places they still are trying to force kids to get it for school. Did you hear about that tennis player, that famous chick tennis player? She got caught using a fake COVID card. 
Ooh, really? Yeah, I, I remember we were talking this. about it, dude. Oh, oh man. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it's, did she get in trouble? It, like, what happened? I don't know. I couldn't really dive into it, but I know there's been a couple now where they're like uh, soccer players. I know there was a tennis star. There's people getting caught that like have been riding on fake Of cards. course, but we, we must be on the precipice of people suing now for the consequences suffered for these outlandish COVID-based restrictions, especially around the vaccine, when the vaccine is in real time killing people. Yeah, but you can't prove it, and honestly, you can't sue anybody. You can't sue? Uh, yeah. Well, it's, Who but, are you going to sue? Yeah, you can't sue anyone. Pritzker? <laughs> well, I mean, maybe. Lori Lightfoot? Okay, so here, here's my ultimate question then. We're going to enter soon a phase where the flood of info will come out and the the death toll will be rising. And it's going to be exactly like when every plane got grounded in America across the entire country and everything got shut down. People, <laughs> it was really tragic. And they blamed one guy who was updating a piece of software <laughs> that day. It's his fault, Frank. You know, that was a weird scenario and I was reading about how something very similar happened in Canada on the exact same moment and how there's a lot of speculation that something else was going on in the air. I think there was supposed to be something like there was going to be a nine 11 that didn't happen. Wow. Really? I know. I just, I just did a Frank on a Frank. Oh <laughs> man! I just did the Frank to Frank. Yes. I fucking love it. You think they were like, yeah, so like there was a there was like a not like a, a terrorist thing planned, and they were gonna ground all the flights, but something happened where it got called off or something, and just they forgot to. Wow. Off, you know? So we must have something come. I was thinking uh, potentially like they're gonna do an EMP or some sort of cyber attack. No, they, there's uh... gonna be. I really think there's gonna be something like soon. You think, I think within this year. 9-11, uh, yeah, we're due. I mean, it's 20 what years. Would, I yeah, mean, the due. Democrats need the country to rally around them. I, I've been saying it for uh, in front of a lot of other random people just to gauge some reaction, uh, and you'll love this, but I'm, I've been saying, like, you know, we should be started, uh, we should be hating the French soon. We haven't hated the French in a while. <laughs> just to kind of gauge, and people are like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm like, what happened to Freedom Fries? I keep bringing up Freedom Fries these days. <laughs> 20 years later, Freedom Fries, man. Freedom Fries, man. Never yeah. forget. I love, love Freedom Fries. <clears throat> I like bringing it up. I like bringing it up, the hatred of freedom the French. Freedom Toast. <laughs> freedom Toast. Look, the amazing part about hating the French back in 2003, I think, or whatever it was, because they wouldn't support us, uh, is bringing it up now. You can really kind of, it's like the slap with Will Smith. You can kind of unite both parties. People kind of remember that golden era where we were all together. We're all together. We all hated the same people. <laughs> the French, dude. And the only reason we hated the French was because they wouldn't help us kill the Muslims. <laughs> I know. That's what, it always comes back. So I like your angle. Wow, the 9-11, the, the new 9-11. There was going to be another 9-11. It got, something happened, and they forgot to change like the timer of the FAA. I wonder you know? where, where do you think they were going to hit, man. Ooh. Well, if Canada was involved too, that's what I mean. It could have been something crazy, like Canada or like Chicago. You know, there's a lot of. I was thinking more like you know, you do like on both sides of the border or something. Maybe like a Toronto. Wow. Oh yeah. Right. That's scary stuff. 
I love the idea they hit of Niagara Falls. You're saying <laughs> You're saying they, now they it goes botched up. it was a botched false flag. That's what I think, yeah. Alright, I dig it. I love it. I'm into it, which only means they're planning the next one. Look, Klaus Schwab is on record as saying uh COVID was essentially a trial run for the cyber attack where we shut everything down. So mm. I, I think that's what kind of they're gearing for. It could have been a cyber attack because there have been all these reports of like the power uh all these like power plants being hacked. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you the cyber attack will be the big one. They'll shut down the power for what week, two weeks? Two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> to flatten the curve, baby. Just to flatten it. <laughs> it's all over. It's happening. The all one over thing uh, we failed to realize is no American could ever flatten their curves, especially not in two weeks. <laughs> you ever seen an American curve get flattened? These bitches' curves just get bigger. Oh my god, dude! So. <clears throat> I could see the cyber attack angle, which is kind of what I was thinking. And this was kind of a simulated, planned kind of how do we deal with it, and that's how they do it. And so maybe a beta Or it could test. have almost been like a call to action, like, look, terrorist, this one guy, he was just doing an update, and he shut down everything. Or, wink, and, wink. dude, I was thinking UFO. Nah. Ah, uh, come on! <laughs> you give me a now and UFOs. What if there was like a fleet of UFOs and they were just like, "Holy fuck, we gotta ground all the planes. We don't know what to do." Because there were all these reports of fighter jets flying over. Actually, now that I think about it, that's dumb. And you're right; it was probably a botched nine eleven. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> The fighter jets were busy because they were doing a simulation of a terrorist event. Oh, they were busy practicing. yeah, man. For the terrorist event that was actually taking place, just like 9-11. This is a great way to investigate it. Maybe if we have some time, we'll look into it on our own. But I think, actually, same thing happened with 9-11. Seems to happen with all these false flags. They simulate the event almost simultaneously when it's going on. So we could look into if there was something planned at that time, which I can almost guarantee maybe there was. And then, since it was botched, we must look into the idea that, or uh, what's the next one? What are they going to do next? What do they got planned next? They're uh, testing. Mm. The next. They're going to hit Chicago next. Oh, uh, well, I, see, I keep thinking they're going to hit a place that, I don't know, would you go uh, New York again? It's got to no, be symbolic. No, 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 they're going to go Chicago. See, I think it has to be symbolic, and it has to be something in regards to the Great Reset, and, uh, you know, so maybe Chicago for sure, you know. I, I don't know if it's really Chicago, but. Yeah, they're going to do something. New York always to. seems like the uh, the go-to for these events. Yeah, you already did it once, you know. <laughs> You're saying it's been done. <laughs> yeah. Try something else for the sequel. Uh, Boston <laughs> had the Marathon Bomber, who now it's, dude, a lot is coming out about that Marathon Bomber. Did you see all that? That was totally staged. By the way, my favorite part about the Marathon Bombing, anyone could look it up, there was a young lady who happened to be there, and they interviewed her, and she shot to stardom afterwards. Her name is Liana Wen. She ended up being one of the premier doctors they interviewed throughout the COVID pandemic. Yes. But she just happened to be at the Boston Marathon bombing and just happened to be the one they interviewed. 